Hello and welcome to Rethinking Rehab with Dr. Shane Smith. I'm a licensed physical therapist practicing out of Naples, Florida. I am the practice owner of Naples Premier Physical Therapy and happily making people feel better day in and day out down here in Florida. So this morning I had a little gap in my schedule so I thought I'd jump on here and record another podcast of some interesting stuff I've been reading recently and uh, information talked to uh, from a few patients. So today's podcast is going to be a little bit broad, but it's going to get kind of hammered into some specifics. Um, I have a patient currently that has been dealing with COVID-based long-term symptoms for many months now. Um, She got a vaccine for COVID and had some severe reactions to it. Um, Very strange with some of her skin symptoms, some of her stomach symptoms, some of her breathing problems. It just seemed all over the map what she's been dealing with. So I decided to do a little background research and I did find some interesting info on acute breathing problems post-COVID that all relate to a certain nerve. So if you have had issues with stomach, if you've had issues with energy, if you've had issues breathing, um, you've had issues with your heart or had issues with emotion, whether it be depression, anxiety, stress problems, all of these factors are being found and people that have had COVID, vaccinations for COVID, um, and have kind of these long-term side effects symptoms that all have something in common. And that commonality all these symptoms have is they're all regulated by the same nerve. So what's being seen a little bit is vagal nerve damage or issues related to your vagus nerve. So what is the vagus nerve? The vagus nerve is a cranial nerve, actually cranial nerve number 10, and it extends from your head all the way down to your heart, to your lungs, to your mouth, to your ears, to your gut. And if this nerve is not functioning properly, it has a hard time of regulating how our nervous system functions with controlling all these various body activities that go on. So when we look at the vagal nerve, the big thing we want to look at is something called vagal tone. So what we're talking about with vagal tone is activity of the vagus nerve, and it is a fundamental component for the parasympathetic branch of our autonomic nervous system. So when you look at your autonomic nervous system, it's kind of how everything functions nervous-wise in your body. You've got your parasympathetic and your sympathetic symptom uh, systems. Excuse me. Uh, These are kind of your fight or flight response systems. Sympathetic is kind of dealing with stress and duress and how do we get our body to function under those kind of conditions. I always kind of think about sympathetic systems as if you were out fishing and a gator jumped out of the water at you. Your next actions are all going to be fight or flight sympathetic nervous system responses. So it's going to be an extreme bolt of energy your brain firing all muscle cardiovascular systems to get them to function as fast and as strong as possible to get you away from danger. Upon leaving the dangerous, whatever it is, in this case example, a gator being close by, you eventually will calm back down. And the ability to calm back down and relax is what our parasympathetic systems do. Um, Another example of parasympathetic system would kind of be what happens after Thanksgiving. You eat a massive meal, 
and your body needs to massively work on digestion, typically it shuns blood from your extremities, like your muscles, and pushes it more towards your uh, stomach and uh, intestine to help with digestion. So that would be another activation of parasympathetic system. <coughs> so when we think about our vagus nerve as being a big component of this parasympathetic system in the autonomic nervous system, your vagus nerve controls your heart rate, your speech, your mood, such as depression, anxiety, uh, your urine output, your fight or flight responses. There's a lot of different things and a lot of different systems in your body that are controlled by the vagus nerve. And when we start looking at tone, we've got to have good response or good activity of that nerve. If not, we will be stuck in a sympathetic fight or flight response. When we're stuck in a fight or flight response for too long, we have too much cortisol, which is a stress hormone produced, which can cause a lot of other problems um, in our body. Um, you could have potential issues with fatigue, anxiety, uh, voice problems, swallowing issues, dizziness, high heart rate, hypotension issues, diarrhea issues, and, and all of these are kind of linked to long-term sympathetic nervous system activation. And what we're seeing sometimes in COVID long haulers, which are people that have had symptoms of COVID persistent longer than, I'll say, seven, seven months, um, they can have a wide range of these physical, psychological problems that I kind of just described before. And it, it all has to do with COVID being able to attack your vagus nerve. And if COVID has, in fact, attacked your vagus nerve, you may potentially see some of these long-term side effect issues. So with COVID long haulers or issues with vagus nerve because it's been uh, irritated by the virus, um, they saw 15% of these individuals had chest pain, 18% had a chronic cough, 32% had difficulty breathing, 14% had altered smell, 25% had muscle pain, 7% had altered taste, 18% had persistent headache symptoms, 20% had joint pain, and the massive whopper 47% of people had fatigue. So, you know, most patients I've treated that have had COVID or had issues with vaccines have had one of these kind of symptoms or multiple. Um, sometimes it gets tough to determine are these issues that have nothing to do with the vagus nerve or are they related to the vagus nerve? And, you know, one differentiating factor I have found is that if there are other internal systems like your GI, your, your, your breathing, energy, you know, various things that are starting to not directly add up to, let's say, a musculoskeletal injury or a problem with the body to where it could be more of a nerve function, then that's why I'm looking at this. Also, for one of my patients that had uh, a lot of neck pain, headache symptoms, muscle pain in his neck after getting COVID, that didn't seem to want to go away. Um, if there's no you know, traumatic incident, there's no causation for a musculoskeletal problem that it persists, it persists that way, then maybe look into this vagus nerve. Um, the good news are there are things that we can do to help improve uh, the vagus nerve's function and its tone. So a couple of the things that can be done um, are first of all to look at your heart rate variability. That's kind of been the first best indicator I've found in reading through some of the research on this topic. 
that if your heart rate variability isn't good, which is kind of the time between heartbeats, um, it could be an indicator of poor vagal tone. Um, the two best options I have found uh, out there are the Aura Ring uh, and the Whoop Band. Both of these items, the Aura Ring and the Whoop Band, they both have heart rate variability measurement uh, potentials on their devices, on their data. Um, so you can get a good indicator based on those devices if you want to purchase those. There are a couple other things you can look at. Um, you can look at just kind of seeing what your resting heart rate is, what your active heart rate is, how quickly you can recover from exercise, how low you can drop your heart rate when meditating. So there's different things you can do that change your heart rate variability that don't require expensive uh, devices like the Aura Ring or the Whoop Band. Um, but those are two pretty good ones. It's kind of like if you got an Apple Watch, uh, it t detects a lot of your data for health, just makes it easy to keep track of. Um, so if this is something you're concerned with, that you've had some of these issues that I've described uh, earlier, then you may want to look at some options to help improve your vagal tone. The first one would be meditation. So deep breathing can help regulate your uh, autonomic nervous system. Yoga can also be very beneficial. So different things that kind of get you to deep breathe, get you to slow your heart rate down, get you to relax, allow an increased activation of the vagal nerve for parasympathetic function, which is a lowering of your heart rate. So that is a good option to look at. Um, something a little bit more active to help with would be exercise. Interval training and endurance training were both highly recommended in the exercise field. It can help with heart rate variability as well as reducing sympathetic activation. Um, you get a lot of positive feel-good hormones released in your brain when you exercise, and that also combats stress and cortisol, which are kind of sympathetic-related issues that can cause the opposite effect. So doing some exercise-based things that are gonna make your heart rate go up, down, try to get it to recover as fast as possible are very helpful. Massage is actually another great option you can look into for helping with um, vagal tone. Uh, reflexology was actually a category that they discussed in some of the research uh, very detailed because there are different points that help stimulate parasympathetic systems and vagal nerve functions uh, through your feet via reflexology. Music, another great option. Listen to some calm, soothing music. Um, the vagus nerve is also connected to your vocal cords. So if there's a nice song that you like that's kind of quieter, relaxing, you know, just humming along or singing that song while listening to it, taking some deep breaths when you can in between singing, uh, quiet, calm, relaxing place would be a really great option. Um, another option out there is cold water immersion. Um, ice, quick ice baths and different things that are immersing your whole body in a cold bath or just taking a cold shower could be helpful with reducing your heart rate and reducing blood flow um, to the brain specifically, which can reduce stress um, and help with overall parasympathetic activation and vagal tone. Um, so if you can do some of these options uh, and stimulate your vagus nerves, research shows that it will show a reduced uh, amount of seizures in epileptic people. It can help treat depression help regulate overall emotion, reduce blood pressure and heart rate, reduce inflammation, 
treat migraines and cluster headaches. So there's a lot of good stuff that comes out of getting some vagal tone, improving overall autonomic uh, and parasympathetic activation and your body's ability to regulate back and forth between sympathetic and parasympathetic systems. So the last and maybe most important uh, in terms of treatment for this is a vagal nerve stimulator. Um, there's one via dolphin and the dolphin vagal nerve stimulator applies a low frequency DC microcurrent which stimulates um, through a, a tiny chip that's kind of like a little clip that you put on your earlobe and this actually stimulates the auricular branch of the vagus nerve um, so it's a way you can kind of electronically stimulate it. You only need to do it for about 15 minutes or less a day um, and this is a better form overall than other forms of vagal nerve stimulation just due to the location where it stimulates at and a lot of the research is showing it to be very beneficial so if you've had covid you've had vaccination injuries related to covid and you're having some really funky symptoms in your body whether it be your gut your heart your lungs your emotion brain or just overall muscle fatigue lethargy kind of symptoms that aren't improving and you've had this for multiple months look into potential vagus nerve involvement. I've given you some options of treatments to help with improving vagal tone, and hopefully this gets you feeling better, moving better, and enjoying your life a little better. All right, everybody have a good one. Always a pleasure. Stay healthy, everyone.